is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 88. In today's episode, I'm talking to three of my favorite people in the whole wide world. My children, Sky, Blaze, and Haze. It's Mother's Day, and we are talking about the seeds I've sown, principles I have instilled, and things I have done as a mom that have impacted and influenced them most, all from their own personal perspective. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. I am so excited about today's episode. It is Mother's Day and one of the biggest blessings in my life is being a mom to my three guests. You guessed it. We are talking to my children. So I would love to introduce them to you because not only am I so proud of each and every one of them, but they are really amazing people. So my daughter, Skye, she is my firstborn. She's 16 years old. She is so empathetic. She's caring. She makes great friends, and she truly cares about them. She's going to be a mini-me because she literally is like a coach, a counselor. She is a creative artist. She is has such an awesome gift from God for visual arts. She goes to a visual arts school and is a straight-A student. Then my second born, Blaze, he is he never meets a stranger. He can find literally a friend in the grocery store. <laughs> You're only in the grocery store for 20, 30 minutes. Guess what? He comes out meeting someone, exchanging snap information, or is it snap? <laughs> snap information, but he is super friendly, outgoing, very giving, and he's my athlete. Since he was a little boy, he loved everything with a ball. It didn't matter what size the ball. He is my daring one, jumping off of couches, <laughs> you know, rolling on the floor. This is Blaze, and he is 15 years old. And then my youngest, Hayes, is 14 years old. He is brilliant. He's innovative, inquisitive. We call him Mr. Google because he really is very interested about knowing everything. And so I, he, they both, both my boys play sports. So Blaze plays football and, and lacrosse. Hayes plays lacrosse. And I just am so excited to be their mom. And I figured on Mother's Day it would be really cool to do an episode with my children to really hear from their perspective how they feel about 
certain parenting skills, certain things that I've instilled in them. And now that they're teenagers, I had three babies in three years. They're 14, 15, and 16 years old. We are literally hearing parenting out of the mouth of babes. So please help me welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast my three beautiful children, Sky, Blaze, and Hayes. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for being on this show. And so we're just going to have a conversation because one of the things that I really appreciate about motherhood, about parenting, is open communication, honest communication. And it was something that your dad and I tried to instill in you guys from a very early age. We wanted to make sure that you had a voice, that you knew you had a voice, that you knew what you thought, what you felt, what you said was really important. And so now that you are teenagers, I'm seeing a lot of the fruit of the seeds that we sowed when you guys were little really coming to fruition because not only do I see it in our relationship, but I see it in the way you guys are leaders with, among your friends. And so, Sky, I want to start with you and really want to ask you, as your mom, as a parent, you know, now that you're 16, almost 17 years old, you are very well, really your knowledge about what's going on in the world really is amazing. You're up, up on current events. You know what's going on in the world. I want to just hear from you what are, what, even one, what is one parenting technique or strategy or one parenting thing that you really admire most about moms? I really admire when um, you just made a place for me to be heard. Listening is very just important to me, especially when you like, just like, even if we didn't agree on it, just listening to my side of the story was very, just very helpful for me. Um, Being heard is like very rare, especially for teenagers by adults mm-hmm. because we're always told what to do instead of being, like, just, just told and then not hearing how we feel about it. So just listening, I think, was one of the best things you did. Wow. Thank you, Sky. And so, Blaze, what about you? What is the one thing about mothering or even me being your mom that you really appreciate the most? Um, it's kind of like skies. I really appreciate like just being able to come talk to you openly and you not like, um, you wouldn't, uh, like treat me any differently for what I've said or like what I'm telling you. So just like, you might be like disappointed sometimes, but you'll never be like angry or like mad at me if I tell you things. So that's probably the main thing, just being able to talk to you. So can you um, tell me what it was that I did or that I said that made you feel comfortable to be able to come talk to me? Um, you told me that you would never love me any less. Um, if I mm. told you something that would that would hurt your, like that would maybe hurt your family or something, like you said you'll never love me less, but I mean, that, that really helped. Wow, that's really good. Thank you. And Hayes, tell me what what thing about, me being your mom or just be mothering in general, do you appreciate the most? So Blaze and Sky uh, pretty much summed it up, but I wanted to say 
that I feel like I can come talk to you about many more things or much more things than I would talk to Dad about. Like, there are plenty of times where I come to you to say something, and maybe sometimes it's even about Dad. But, mm-hmm. and then also you let us have a choice in, like, almost every decision that you've made for the family or, like, any major decision that was going to happen. You wanted to hear our take on it, and mm. and you really incorporated that into your decision, and I appreciate that. Wow. That's really good, guys. You know, I, I, I've always, as you guys know this story, I've always wanted to be a mom since I was 12, even younger than you guys, 12, 13 years old. I dreamt about what it would be, what my husband would look like. I had a dream of what being a mom would look like. I thought about it all the time from 12, 13 years old. I could not wait to be a wife and a mom. I couldn't wait to really be positioned and have the privilege of raising children in this world. And so I'm so honored and feel so blessed and privileged to be your mom and that God gave you me, gave me you to really steward, to protect, to, um, to raise, help raise in this world. And so it, of course it made my, it made my, um, Poppy and Grammy very nervous because I talked about um, having a baby and getting married, like at you guys' ages. So it was, um, and and I didn't get married for like, I was 32 years old before I had you, you know, had you guys, and it really just changed my life. It really did. Being a mom changed my life. And so one of the things that was very um, important to me and your dad was that we wanted to start sowing seeds of the kind of people, the kind of adults that we wanted you to be when you were first born. Before you could even walk, before you could even talk, we were – intentional about creating an environment, a safe environment for you guys to be able to share things with us. We wanted you to know that we're not going to love you any less. You could do anything, everything. We may be disappointed, yes, it may be a wrong decision, but we're not going to love you any less. We wanted to make sure that we raised children that did not, who were not liars, who were not thieves, who knew that you could do anything that you wanted to do, that God gave you the strength to do anything and everything that you desired to do. And one of the things that I'm so excited about is that you guys understand the power of decision. Like, like Kay said about making a choice, and you that's one of the things that we really wanted to work with is making sure that you had a choice. You have freedom of choice but you do not have freedom of consequence. And you guys have, all, all of us have had different moments in our lives where we have made a choice and we realize, oh, that was not a good decision. But you learn from it and you won't do that thing again, right? So one of the things that I really would love to hear from you guys from a teenage perspective, because now that you have many friends who have, you know, maybe not as great relationships with their parents. 
what are some of the things that you have seen in, you know, because we've talked about it even, even in Target or we see parents cussing out their little babies and, you know, talking horribly to their children. And that was one of the things that we never wanted to do. So remember the death jar? Do you guys remember that every word that you said that was not true, any time you said, I can't do it, or this is too hard, or any of those things, you guys had to put quarter, penny, whatever, into the death jar because you are now speaking death over your life. Tell me how that, that um, exercise, the death jar, has helped you today. How has that helped you be more aware of the things that you say out of your mouth? Any of you guys can talk. Uh, well, I know that um, if I say death, I have to put money in the drawer, and like I don't want to lose money, so I just know <laughs> that <laughs> I know not to I know not to um, speak death anymore. So I just it's just it also helps like with the mindset also because it instills that if you speak death, you're losing something. So mm. if I speak life, I could be gaining something. So it's better than losing a dollar. So I love that. I love that. Sky, Hayes, anything? I agree with Blaze. It's just a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like by taking something, like not taking something away, but having to give something up when you speak death, definitely instill the, if I'm speaking death, like something is being lost. Regardless Mm -hmm. if it's like a dollar or something, it might be something just in life in general, I'm losing something by putting myself in this negative mindset. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's like a, like an like, opportunity to do something fun with the family because I'm just being negative or something. You just lose it when you put yourself in a negative mindset. I love so that. So you think more positive, like positive, you're able to just do more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really good. Hayes? Um, that little exercise, it, it caused me to have a growth mindset. And now it always helps me see, like, the silver lining in things and, like, being optimistic so like in any situation where you're like doing bad or think you can't uh, com- uh accomplish something you just think about how you can grow better to achieve the goal you're trying to accomplish wow that is so good and you know it blesses me so much because we 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 were first time parents right and so i you know even though i inherited aj i inherited a son when i married your dad um he was 16 years old and so you know he was kind of almost out of co- out of high school into college and so there wasn't really a whole bunch of time for me to kind of experiment, right? So even though it felt like an experiment, I knew how important it was for you to be positive, for you to catch yourself if you said something negative about yourself, for you to catch yourself if you said, oh, my gosh, this is so hard, or if you could catch yourself and say, oh, I can't do this, right? And so now that you are teenagers, it's already been something that's been conditioned in your mind not to say. And then what's great about it is having siblings is you hold each other accountable. Don't say that. I've heard you guys say that recently. Don't say that. Don't don't speak death into my life, right? Because the power of life 
and death is in your tongue. And those that speak it will eat the fruit of it. So whatever you speak, you eat the fruit of it. So if it's speaking negativity, speaking death into your life or situation or circumstance, guess what? that's what you're going to eat. But if you're speaking positivity, if you're speaking life, if you're speaking um, optimism, that's what you're going to eat. And I'm so grateful that you guys this age are able to really grasp that concept. The other thing that I think is amazing is the confidence that the three of you have as teenagers is so powerful because I wish I had the confidence that you had at 13, at 14, 15, and 16 years old. The confidence in who you are, the confidence in what it is that you believe in, the confidence in yourself. What was it that mommy and daddy did to help build that confidence? Sky, I'll go to you first. Um, you always said words of like affirmation every single day like like you always say oh you're beautiful or like you're so smart like every single day like in my whole life I can remember you just saying like you're the best kids ever I'm so blessed to have kids like you guys and that just made me want to do better that just made me want to be the person you like were saying I was so it just gave me the confidence to be smarter, better, and just do better in what you wanted me to be better in. Yeah, that's awesome. Blaze? Um, well, personally, I think, like, there's different ways of being confident. So, like, you can be confident in, like, your work. You can be confident in your looks. You can be confident in your speech. Like, and you guys, I think you and Dad both, like, um, tried to make that really easy for us. So, like, us being confident in our work, you would tell us all the time you, to do your best in school. Like, doing my best in school is being – and it made me confident in me standing up in class saying this is the right answer or something like that. And my looks, you always tell me or Sky or Hayes, you're so handsome, you're you're pretty, you're beautiful. <laughs> that, that that allows you to walk around and be like, man, I, I'm not I'm – really like, like you're, you're good at everything. <laughs> And then, like, uh, speech-wise, like, you always let us talk to you guys. So, we like, we're not scared to talk to random adults. So, like, because mm. nobody's going to say anything worse than your parents. So, it's just it's just being able to, it's just freedom, pretty much. Mm. That's good. That's good. Hayes? Um, I remember you would always tell us you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. And... And you always give us encouraging words like a blazing sky said, you're smart, you're beautiful, you're amazing. And it would make us want to live up to that expectation you hold for us. And it, like, creates this image. It would create this image in my mind of who I am. And then and then, um, knowing that God created me beautiful, nobody could tell me different. So I can just go. It just gave me confidence. I, I, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's perfect. And um, I can't begin to tell you guys what, how, what a blessing it is to start to see the fruit, again, of those seeds that were sown. And so I want to encourage my listeners, if you are a new mom and your babies are little, start literally taking the action 
making the effort to do things in their lives right now, whether they understand it or not, so that they are really the seeds that produce the fruit later on when they are middle schoolers, when they are teenagers, when they are high schoolers and beyond. Start doing those things right now. Start setting boundaries. Help them to understand what right from wrong. Don't allow, even if they're one or two years old and they, like, hit their sister, don't allow that to go uncorrected. Right, because if you know, oh, they're only one; they don't know any better. I remember, hey, as it was you who used to like to hit. You would hit. You hit a couple times. That was it. And then because you have to teach, you have to correct early. You cannot really correct bad behavior or poor behavior later on in life because you didn't. You, it was too much work to put in in the beginning. You want to put in all the work in the beginning. We did most of our correction with you guys till you were about seven years old. And after seven, you know, a little tweaks here and there, but the majority of the correction was from the time you could talk and walk until about seven years old. And it really is the work that we put in in front Helps us, helped us to be able to reap the harvest and the fruit of this now that you are teenagers. I can't begin to tell you how many people when we had kids, oh, my gosh, you have three kids in three years. Oh, no, you're going to have three teenagers at the same time. Oh, no, you're going to have three high schoolers. You're going to have three in college at the same time. Oh, no. And immediately I said, that will not be our story. That will not be my story. We will have three amazing teenagers. We will have three amazing high schoolers, three amazing uh, college, college students, and we will have amazing relationships with them. And I declared that, I spoke it, and I took action to support it because I wanted to always create a safe environment for each and every one of you to come and tell me anything and everything because if you can't come to me, then you're going to try to go seek the answers out there in the world, right? And you can't guarantee that what you find out in the world is going to be truth. But I will always tell you the truth. I will always help you understand your identity and who God's created you to be and share the truth with you. And I just really want to encourage parents, moms, you are positioned to influence your children greater than anyone in this world. You have influence. You, it, it is such a privilege to be your child's mother. So you can speak life into your child, but you can also speak death and just know that you possess the influence for that. So be very intentional. Be very careful with the words that you speak to your children. Never, ever once would you ever hear me say to my child, that's stupid, this is stupid, that's dumb, you're dumb. Never, ever, as long as I live on this earth, will you ever hear me say that. And I cringe when I hear other parents say that to their children. That was stupid. You're stupid. And because as a coach, I have counseled numerous adults, men and women, who, where a parent or a teacher said that to their child when they were impressionable, when they were young, middle school, even high school, that they were stupid. They'd never be amount to anything. And they believed them because they believed you. So just know as a mother, as a parent, you, have, you possess the power and influence to create confident, 
very assured and and caring very uh, leaders in your children by the way you speak to them. And so lastly guys, I just wanted to ask if you could if you could share with listeners out there, other parents out there, some you know, one nugget, one thing that you want to encourage them to do with their children. Let's just say it's for children or young people or even teenagers, you, you know, your same age. What could their parents do to help create a better relationship with them? They may not have known what to do, right? They might have maybe not have been the best parent up until now. But is there anything that you think that they can do to, to be a better parent and have a better relationship with them moving forward? Hayes, I'll come to you first. Um, so if they were really that bad of a parent in the past, then they should start off by saying sorry and apologizing mm-hmm. for whatever they did and if it and however it hurt their child's feelings if it did. And then secondly, they should, I feel like they should tell them that they have a choice in life and not to, and not to let other people sway you or sway your decisions and to, like, follow your own heart. And then another mm-hmm. thing is that they can, I feel like they should tell them that they can come to, I feel like the parent should tell their child that they could come to them about anything and they'll be there to help and support them. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, Hayes. Blaze? Um, like Hayes was saying, like if they had a bad relationship in the past, um, I think sorry is always the right answer to almost everything. So mm-hmm. saying sorry, because um, it diffuses a lot of conflict. Like your kid may not like you, but after saying sorry, it's kind of hard to be mad at somebody who said sorry to you. That's um, good. And then also, like, um, after that, I think it's just build, starting to build the relationship if you didn't have it previously. So, like, ask them how their day is. Maybe that's where it starts, just asking them how their day was, if they needed any help with their homework or something like that. Um, it's just you're not supposed to be your child's friend. You're a parent. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you're not supposed to let them walk all over you. You're supposed to have discipline still. But you still should so, show. You should still try to be like fun with your child. Have fun with them. Like try to do the things they like, the things you like. And just try to involve them more in your life because that might might have been one of the reasons uh, you're not you haven't been a good parent because they weren't in your life as much. Had to mm. make them the priority. Really good, really good. Thanks, Blaze. Sky. I would definitely say making a safe place to um, just speak and being able to talk with your teenager because a lot of my friends just feel like they can't come to their parents because their parents will just get upset and react for what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for, for me personally, talking to – I can talk to you or dad about really anything because I feel like you guys won't get mad because you guys made a safe place for me to talk. Mm-hmm. Having a safe place to just talk to somebody about how you feel and what's happening is very important, I think. Uh, I agree with Blaze and Hayes about what they said about just saying sorry and apologizing for before. But especially the teenager, we're already <laughs> going to be really stubborn. So <laughs> it's going to take a lot of work 
definitely to rebuild or build that relationship with your child. Um, yes, but saying sorry definitely and just making an effort to show that you want to change and that you want to, like, gain a relationship with your child is definitely important. Uh, but, yes, just sorry. That sorry is the first place is the first place to start, the first step to just growth, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well said. Well said. Thank you so much for being my very special guest, three of my very favorite people in the entire world on my episode today. I love you both, all three of you. I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you so much for, for being guests on my show today. You guys make us so proud, and I'm so, so blessed to be your mom. Thank you for my Mother's Day present. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Love you too. Wow, wow, wow. Out of the mouth of babes. How cool was that? And you can only imagine me as a mom interviewing her teenage children and how eloquently they spoke, how that's making me feel right now. (laughs) So I wanted to encourage you if something they said or something that was said in the episode today, if it came up for you in a way that reminded you of an incident or a conversation or even sparked a conversation that you should have with your child, please don't hesitate. Don't wait. Have a conversation with your child at whatever age they're at and start the conversation. Ask them, what is the one thing that I've done as a mom or as a dad that has blessed you so much or has been your favorite or is something that you appreciate so much and see what they say. Just listen and allow that to start start the conversation. And please share your aha moments, any conversations that you've had as a result of this episode. Please don't forget to share it. DM me on Instagram at Wife Wisdom. Send me an email at hello at mrschristyjones.com. Either way, I'd love to hear your story. Thanks again for joining. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, 
Keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.